If you are a businesswoman working to amplify your six and seven figure business from success to significance, then you know it's not just about the right strategies or the right tactics. It's more and more about high caliber people around you, your team, your collaborators, and advisors that can open doors for you and widen your reach. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Welcome back, everybody. Your Circle of Influence podcast. I'm your co-host, Dr. Monica Ogando. And I'm Amy Walker. You know, I'm going to have some fun with this conversation today, Amy. We are talking about purposeful results. How do you validate your life? And I have lots to say about it, darling. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I was born in the Dominican Republic to a black father and a white mother. And when I was 10, I came to this country and officially became bilingual, bicultural, found out, unbeknownst to me, because we didn't have that racial construct uh, in the Dominican Republic, that I'm also biracial. Um, after some time growing up and acquiring properties and real estate property, it's a uh, real estate portfolio and so forth. I also became bi-postal. <laughs> so there's a lot of buy stuff in my life. Right. And so when I see this purpose or results, I'm like, you know, stand for the end hashtag yes. stand for the end. But there is a relationship. There is a symbiotic relationship to purpose and results that, that I can't wait to get into today. What do you say about it? Yes. I, for a long time, I really was very results focused. So, Mm -hmm. and I grew up that way. Um, I'm a middle child in a big family Mm -hmm. and I have an older sister who I always felt like was more talented than me. And so I was always determined to outwork in order to perform. Mm. So I got the A's and got the grades and, you know, hit the benchmarks and accumulated the results. And The challenge with that is you can create a lot of success that way. And I think that there are honestly a lot of entrepreneurs are very results motivated. We like to create results and get stuff done. We like the checklist. We like ending our day and being like, look what I accomplished. Yeah. Ending our month, our year. Mm -hmm. The problem is that there are seasons of your business where your results are going to suck and it's not really your (laughs) fault. Right. I mean, sometimes it's your fault. Sometimes it's not your fault, but not every season of business is a strong one and a good one. Not every season of business is a profitable one because sometimes you have to cut away things in order to make room for new growth. And so that was challenging for me as an entrepreneur when I was in my season of cutting back and pruning which totally prepared us for new growth, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know it at the time. I just felt like everything was falling apart and that maybe, you know, all the years of, this was my 2018, every year leading up to it was the lie. And 2018 was the truth that I was actually not successful Mm. because I had a hard year in business. Mm -hmm. So it's been a, it's been an interesting learning curve to recognize that the same thing that helps me get a lot done is also the same thing that hold can, can really hold me back from creating at the level that I'm capable of, because in order to hit mass success, you also have to have some bumps and bruises and failures along the way. Yeah. 
Oh, this is so good. I see the symbiotic relationship between purpose and results. And to your point about seasons, there are some times when the the purpose is kind of like in the background mm -hmm. um, to, to make sure that the results are on stage. And then there are some times when, the, to your point, there are some results that, you know, take a while to get here or it's not the season for results. It's a reason. For, it's a season for planting or it's a season for reviewing or season for resting even. <gasps> Imagine mm -hmm. that resting. <laughs> Um, and so for me, I think it's one of those like accordion things of contraction and expansion of, of, um, getting granular and technical and pragmatic and then pulling out and seeing the eagle's eye kind of like, you know, big picture perspective view of it. Um, there have been times to your point about seasons, there have been times when I've not seen it's never that you don't have results. It's just that it's the results you don't like <laughs> or that, mm -hmm. you, that that wasn't what you were planning for. You got other results, right? And it's like, yeah, no, nah, why are you doing here? That's not what I signed up for. Um, however, when I come back to, but am I still in my purpose? Am I still in my core values? Am I still living in integrity, et cetera? Then, then that's very encouraging to me in terms of like, well, then keep going. Mm -hmm. And you may have to get some more skills. You may have to get some support. You may have to ask for help. You may need to sit down. Maybe it's not for you to do. Maybe you need to let somebody else step in here and do something, right? Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't have that level of perspective if it, if it wasn't in alignment with purpose. If it was just results just willy-nilly because somebody else said that this was important and it's not aligned with my core values or my purpose, then I would just feel like a machine. Like I'm just producing something for the sake of production. I just learned something about myself right in the middle of listening to you talk in this conversation, hmm. which is that I'm motivated by purpose, but I, but I track value by results. Mm -hmm. And there's like a, there's a gap there mm -hmm. because it's really, if you think about it, being an entrepreneur is way too much work and it's way too challenging to just cross things off of a checklist of to do's right? Like there has to be something bigger in there for you. And we talk about this a lot as entrepreneurs are why, mm -hmm. but I, as you were talking, I was like, Oh, here's my gap. I'm motivated by the purpose, but I'm monitoring the results. The results. Uh -huh. I'm not monitoring the purpose in the same way. Because yeah. when you said I check in and I ask myself, am I still aligned in purpose? I don't do that. I check in. I'm like, why is everything going haywire? And what do we need to fix? <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I do not think to ask that question. So thank you. I just had a I had a light bulb moment right uh -huh over here. Moment. That's good. There's some things that we don't need to relitigate, right? And then there's sometimes that it's like, no, I'm not relitigating. I'm just checking in. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel. I'm just making sure the wheel is still there. Lord of mercy. Right? Are we still on track? Right. Um. So here's some of the things that you might want to. Here's some questions that might be helpful for you to check in with yourself as well. Um. Why do I want this? Why do I want this? And you might have to go like five levels deep on the why. I want this because blah, blah, blah. And the reason why that's important is because blah, blah, blah. And the reason why that matters is because blah, blah, blah. And the reason why that's important is because blah, blah, blah. And eventually you'll hit something that's like visceral that mm -hmm. will probably elicit an emotional response that's like, oh, I didn't know that was there, you know? And when you go there, 
let the tears flow let the aha moment happen if you have to do a victory dance if you have to do like one of those step out of your pew and dance i know you don't do that in your church amy but i do <laughs> you know just like clap it off for the lord <laughs> because of your discovery a eureka moment etc right and it's an important discovery and it's an important um coming back to yourself because from there to your point about monitoring based on results then you can say okay how do i know how do I know that I'm on track? Mm-hmm. What observable, trackable, quantifiable thing can somebody see a third party can come and observe in my life and say, yes, you're on track. Not me judging yeah. it, not me measuring it, but somebody else. Amy yeah. can look at my body and say, oh, okay. Yeah. She's been working out. Or Amy can look at my bank account and say, oh, okay. She, she, yeah. She's been doing that whole investment thing. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like it's observable. It's quantifiable. Even if they weren't part of the actually setting up the metric. Yeah, they can see the result. The third question that I would add to that is, what have I made more important? Oh, that's a good one. I love that question. Yeah, because a lot of times we we can very much say the reason I'm not getting that particular result is because the market, because the clients, because the blah, blah, blah. But if it was 100% responsibility on you, 100% your creation, 100% your authorship, The reason you created it that way, the reason you wrote it this way is because you were fulfilling some emotional need that you may not have articulated or admitted to yourself. Yeah. So here's how I like to spin this one is Uh I love saying I want this more than that. Yeah. And so um, when, when I'm trying to, I don't know. I use this a lot when I'm trying to make decisions or when I'm trying to move myself closer towards something that I want, but it's been hard for me. I'll say, I want this more than that. So I want, cause I, I know your goal this year is to be under 20% body fat, right? Like I want to be under 20% body fat more, more than I want this cookie <laughs> than I want this cookie. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, it's like, I want to be a best-selling author more than I want to host another event next year, mm-hmm. right? Um, even though one is going to be more short-term rewards, the other one's more long-term rewards. Yeah. And so, but that for me, that's it's purpose. There's so I I feel so much purpose when I'm in that space of creativity and of writing. Um, but if I actually measure the rewards. I, I actually did a TikTok about this where I was like, Hey, authors who also have full-time jobs, are you like way more excited about the $2 and 50 cents you make from your book sale versus the actual thousands of dollars you make from doing your job? (laughs) They were like, yes, because it's, it's not a quantifiable thing at this point early in the game. And, um, and I, I do think, knowing what you value most helps draw you and keep you anchored in the purpose side of things instead of just the, this is what I got to get done side. That's hilarious. (laughs) I love it. So the other, the um, final one that I use for that, kind of like checking in results and purpose. And listen, it took, I've evolved. Okay. This is, Mm -hmm. this is the 2023 version of Monica telling you this. Okay. 2012, 2015, Lord, even 2020 Monica would not have gotten here. Um, And that is what could make this joyful or fun Mm -hmm. for me? 
there used to be a time when I was so numbed down to my own pleasure that I was like, why, why would I do that? Hey, let's handle business first and then we can have fun. Yes. We can hug it out. And, I, and people have quoted me to say, you know, remember when you used to say we can hug it out later? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dang, I was that kind of a drill sergeant, you know? And now, maybe because I've gotten older, <laughs> um, for me, it's gotten to the point where it's like, no, I don't have, it's not mutually exclusive. The pleasure of the pursuit, the pleasure of the process is not something that I have to delay. I can have fun. I can feel pleasure. I can feel joy and gratitude on the way to getting that result. It doesn't have to be like this white knuckle existence until I get it and then I can celebrate. Mm -hmm. so how can I bring joy and, and pleasure in it now? And, and then that softens me. Now it's mm -hmm. not like this result conversation and metrics and da, da, da. It softens me into my femininity, into my creativity and into my desires and my vulnerability about why I want it. Yeah. And what, what makes it meaningful for me. Well, at the heart of this conversation, this is a conversation about having a balance between the masculine and the feminine, yes, because so. the feminine is so purpose driven and the masculine is designed to be results oriented mm -hmm. and in any great union to create and sustain life, you've got to have both. That's exactly and right. so, um, I, I think the challenge for this time would just be to look at your personal balance and figure out what you need to do to bring them both into play. Mm -hmm. um, you've said a few things for me, Monica, today that I'm like, okay, I'm taking note of that. I'm going to actually monitor purpose. Mm -hmm. like I'm not monitoring purpose. I'm only monitoring progress and results. So I'm going to start monitoring purpose and doing, making that part of my daily check-in. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, okay, how am I doing? What's my quantifiable thing to see? Am I in alignment with my purpose? Um, and then the other thing is that when you are aligned with purpose and results, getting the results feels really, really good. Yeah. And that's something I've been paying attention to a lot over the last couple of years is where am I getting results that it doesn't feel good? Mm -hmm. um, and how can I make shifts? Uh, like we, we talked about a few weeks back when we were talking about goal setting, how when I started off setting my sales goals, I looked at it and was like, maybe I don't want to do that. And then yeah. I thought, no, it's not, it's not that I want the result. I just don't want that path to that result. Mm -hmm. So what's the better path for me? Mm -hmm. Yes. I love that. And, and also be clear that sometimes certain things are on the other side of it. What I mean by that is, for example, the pleasure of being a published author has to go through the process of actually writing the doggone thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's yes. a lot of work. <laughs> and sometimes that may not be the pleasurable part. You know, it's just like when you're working out, it's like, you know, holding that wall sit and having the lactic acid build up in your quads is not the pleasurable moment. But when you're done with the work and you're that sense of pride, there's like, I did it. I kept my word to myself. That's, you know, so it's like, I, I sometimes have to remind myself that the pleasure is on the other side of this uncomfortable thing that I'm willingly signing up for. <laughs> yeah. I forget, you know, because like, why am I doing this again? Why am I volunteering for pain? Because of the pleasure on the other side. There's very little pleasure inside of your comfort zone. And yeah. the part that's there is pretty superficial. Yeah. So yeah, I'm with you on that. I, most of the the pleasurable things that you will do inside of your life that feel the best, they come after you have gotten yourself into that uncomfortable area. The, you know, you talk about the pain and I love learning and growing in pleasure and peace as much as possible. Um, but even the, even the most peaceful 
big growth phases of my business have all had growing pains, legitimate yes. growing pains. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a good, good reminder right there. I oh, like it. Listen, I ha- there have been so many times when I have t- told myself, well, thank goodness that feeling like it is not a prerequisite. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good right there. Okay. So I want to know from our listeners, are you more naturally wired to be uh, purpose focused or results focused. And as you are coming up with that answer, let's take it back to the bigger purpose, the bigger question, which is how we actually titled our episode today. How do you validate your life? Mm-hmm. Um, I got to admit, Monica, when I read that, I it actually was a little bit of a trigger for me. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I validate my life? Because there's a part of me that's like, I don't want to have to validate my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there's a seeking validation from other people or seeking validation from yourself. It, it feels almost like a negative term. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of our lives, we all want our lives to have been valid. We all want mm-hmm. them to have been worthwhile. We all want them to have left contribution. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious for you, how do you find that balance between uh, unhealthy validation and seeking for it in ways that are not necessarily good for us mm-hmm. and the healthier side of validation. Yeah. Which is self-validation I say, right? So my answer for that question is, is about um, my own internal validation. What, who do you, just like Jesus asked his disciples, who do you say that I am? And I have to look at myself in the mirror and answer that question for myself. Who do I say that I am? Mm-hmm. Who, who I've been created to be is not up to me, right? I've already been created. I already have a creator. But who I say I am is up to me. That is my creation. By my aligning with my purpose and my values and then by having the results to measure and to, to modulate whether I'm on track or not. And um, I, I think I told you that I had a pretty, like, pivotal, you know, the dominoes fall kind of revelation when I was younger. Um, I, we were, we had a, my parents were hosting a dinner party and this was the first time that I got popped in the mouth, (laughs) by the way. Mm. (laughs) Um, And I remember my father talking to somebody and my mom was talking to that person's wife and she said something to that, the the woman that was completely a lie. And I said, that's not what you said to blah, blah, blah. And my mom turned around and popped me in the mouth. She was like, go, go, go to your room or whatever it was that she said. I don't remember. She shooed me away. And I was like, wait, what? So you're lying to these people when you told me that lying is not, you're not supposed to lie. But mm-hmm. why are you doing it? Right. And I had this moment of like paradigm shift. There were times when I have seen my mother um, and my father both kind of like grappling with some stuff and being inconsistent, being hypocritical and all of that. Right. And I had this realization like, oh, these people that are in charge of me that are like teaching me stuff, they don't know what they're doing either. Uh (laughs) Wow. (laughs) But instead of it being terrorizing, instead of it being like, oh, my God, the rug has been pulled from under my rug. It was very liberating. It was like, oh. So if they ain't got, they have their answers. So who's got my answers? I must have my answers. Mm-hmm. And it kind of liberated me from the addiction of the, opi- the good opinion of other people, as Dr. Wayne Dyer says. Um, 
And it forced me to look within to be able to say, well, what do you say? Who do you say that you are? Mm, um, so for, for me, that validation piece isn't about external validation to a fault almost. Like I couldn't care less what mm-hmm. other people say or not, because I understand that number one, it's feedback. I could take it as constructive criticism. And number two, I know that it's coming from your own egos. And that's something for you to work out. I got nothing to do with me because you're not even dealing with me. You're dealing with my, your interpretation of me. Yeah. Um, and so that's been very liberating, but then I still have to grapple with, well, what are my results and what is my feedback? Cause I'm still very interested in my impact. Yeah. Just because your opinion or your judgments of me don't matter to me. doesn't mean that I'm not concerned about how I impact you. I still want to impact positively. So those are the things that I use to validate my life. That is such an important distinction. I love it. All right. I've got my notes for what I want to make adjustments on. And (laughs) I so appreciate Monica, your wisdom. I always love every time we have a conversation, I'm like, I never thought of it exactly that way before. And it gives me a new, a new angle to grow. So thank you for being a part of my circle of influence and for all of our listeners. Thank you for letting us be a part of yours. We would love to hear from you. Uh, Send us a message on Instagram. I'm at Amy Walker coach and Monica is at Monica Ogondo. And we look forward to having you back again for another episode. Thanks everybody. See you soon.